Here we are with another episode of the Bianca Del Rio podcast, and I'm glad you are joining me. Today, I have a lovely young lady that's joining us that I got to know from Twitter. I mean, we don't actually physically know each other. We've never met. But every now and then, you find that funny person that catches your eye. I don't even know how we got connected, but her tweets bring me joy. This lady is a a writer, a comedian, a performer. Um, She's actually been working on a show called Jesus and Marrow. Also, she's done Comedy Underground with Dave Attell, and she's also done Impractical Jokers. She's been around. She also co-wrote a book titled Please Don't Grab My Pussy. Now you see why I love this woman. Now you see why she's my cup of tea. And she's kind of one of these people that is a writer, well, performer, turned writer, turned performer again. Basically, she's like me. She'll do anything for money. What I enjoy about her is that she can deliver the goods and I had the chance to talk to her and I'd like you to hear it. So let's welcome the fabulous Miss Julia Young. And here we are now with Miss Julia Young. How are you, Julia? I'm good. How are you? Oh, God, I'm alive. You know, it's like if you call this living, you know, it's just been what it's been. (laughs) I mean, I'm I'm I say I'm doing well, but I'm not because I had um, chilies last night. (laughs) So I feel like I'm I'm sick and suffering right now. Wait a minute. Was it a conscious choice to have chilies or was it the only thing left that's open? No, it was a choice. Like two years ago, as a goof, my friend yeah. gave me a gift card to Chili's oh God. for $100, which is Ooh. like a big goof. Yeah. So I've just been carrying it around with me. And um, I'm actually back home in Michigan right now visiting my family. And I was like, guess what, guys? Dinner's on me. No refunds. Look so, at you. Yeah. See, it's my the house phone is ringing. It's really <laughs> suburbia. Just <laughs> Mom, get the phone. Okay. No, wait, so, where, yeah. where, where is home again? Ann Arbor, Michigan. Ann so. Arbor, Michigan. Okay, yes, so go blue. Not, yes. not what I expected you to be from. Now, now, I know. Most, I don't think anybody knows this, but we have not met each other, but I no, reached out to Julia because she makes me cackle on Twitter. And I oh, cackle, as, you. you know, the, it, as, as a gay man, usually it's yeah. drag queens, porn stars. And then if yeah. I think you're funny, I will have yeah. you in there just to give me the chuckle and to give me the nice balance on yeah. Twitter. Yes, you need a yeah. Jewess every once you, in a while. <laughs> you do, but <laughs> Also, just that I laugh because it just, I enjoy people that just make me laugh because I get so sick of all the serious bullshit online, you know, and and I need that little kickback to make me cackle Mm -hmm. and make me go, you know what, that was fucking funny. Or, you know, I appreciate that. So, Mm -hmm. so, okay, so you're at Chili's, you're in Ann Arbor, Michigan, and how long are you there for? Do you know? Or you just kind of took a chance to see the family before the world opens up? (laughs) Yeah, like less than two weeks. You know, it was, I had canceled so many trips when rates were bad. So I just came here. And I was like, look, I got to use up this gift card. I'm so sorry. You know, I said to my family, I said, I am so sorry, but we have to get chilies. So we got chilies and boy, oh boy. My father said I had very low expectations and uh, they were not exceeded. So <laughs> There you go. Great. At least, yeah. at least you know chilies is consistent. That's what I always yeah, say. It, it, chilies slogan should be, we're here. You know? <laughs> completely, completely. We exist. 
yeah. You know, yeah. and there's a certain airport that has a Chili's <laughs> and an Applebee's somewhere in America. I know yeah, that is every di- airport. Man. Ooh, I mean, that is brave. I mean, yeah. I, I, I find it funny. And I, I, the only times I think I've recently consciously chosen to eat at Chili's is because, yeah. you know, it was the only thing open, you know, yes. which is the same thing I could say about it, my ex-boyfriend, the only sure. thing open. So yeah. you just you roll with the punches. Yeah, yeah exactly. you do. Yeah. But I like the fact that you used the gift card, that you didn't let it go to waste. You said, I'm going to do the right thing. Yeah. I said, I am getting these fajitas if it, if it kills me. And it, it almost <laughs> did. So God bless. You know, but the fajita... Yeah, the fajitas I mean, are like the big spectacle. It's the big yeah, moment, you know. Yeah. They're coming in, the sizzling, everyone's staring. But we got it to go. That's the problem. Oh, no, you had the you had the fajitas in a styrofoam box. We're trying box. to be safe. We're trying to be safe, <laughs> which is like nothing travels. I mean, nothing travels also worse than a French fry. You know, Oof. you can't. That's no. rude to get a, a fry delivered. You should. No, if with during the during this whole year uh mm. we should say uh wh- what was the top place you ordered from the go-to place that you went it's easy they have it they're the quickest Ooh. delivery time or basically what is your range of that because i always go what's the quickest that's gonna get here i'll yeah. settle for 19 to 20 minutes but i don't want to sure. wait 45 minutes for something that might be okay i don't like yeah. to venture out so what were your go-to's and what was your you know your reasoning when you order from specific places Pizza, I would say. We, uh, I, I live in Brooklyn, and there's this okay. amazing pizza place near me called Joe and Sales. Shout mm-hmm. out to them. Mm-hmm. And they just had the best pizza. And I was like, okay, this is consistent. You can't really fuck it up. Yep. And um, you can you know, get it delivered or just go there. But I also feel like I hate cooking, but I was doing a lot of cooking. Really? Um, I just, I hate it. You have to do it all the time. And I used to, I moved, I just moved, but I was living in a place without a dishwasher. So I was washing my dishes. I was like, you see the same fork 10 times a day. And (laughs) at a certain point, you... You just like I, I hate fork. I hate this. Why, I'm always washing you. I compl- you again, right? <laughs> yeah, no, I totally know what you mean. My thing yeah. is that whenever, you know, with travel, well, not this past year, but usually when I travel, I could never keep anything in the refrigerator because you come right. home for three days, don't mm-hmm. buy an avocado. Mm-hmm. Don't buy an avocado. Oh, God, you will be no. disappointed. Don't buy a banana too. Bananas, Mm-mm. avocados, get them out of here. Yeah, no. it's fucked up. So I could no. never even have the ingredients. And I always marvel yeah. at the people that have everything in the fridge. You know, always. I'm like, Ugh, it's so obnoxious. I can't be bothered. Or they have a second refrigerator with everything in it or a freezer in the garage. That's when you right. have money. The That's freezer in money. the garage. Yeah. Completely. Yeah. You know what else is money? Is having pistachios in the house. Pistachio to money to me is like that you're rich to be able to just have big bags of those. Wait, in, in shells or shellless? Either. Either. Because okay. they're such a premium nut, as I see we that. know. You know, I see that. it's not like almonds. It's like pistachio de money to me. It's it's that's real money. I so. see. You know, yeah. I always judge people that whenever you go to someone's house, and I always judge them by how they serve water. Now, if you, oh. it, I do find this interesting okay. because all right, now correct. Now this is horrible for the environment, but I yeah. am a bottle water <gasps> drinker. Listen <gasps> to me, <gasps> I do oh, it boy. because oh, listen, boy. it's 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 oh, a boy. sense of accomplishment <laughs> for me because if I can get through twelve of them, then I go, you know what? I drank twelve today. How good? You know, that's a. If you give me a big bottle of yeah. water, then I'm like, yeah. fuck, I'm I'm lugging it around. I'm never gonna get. Yeah. 
yeah. the end of it. And then I don't want to be the douchebag at the gym walking around yeah. with a fucking gallon of water sure. because that doesn't work. So no. I go for these, which is wrong. Now, if you serve yeah. me one of these, I go, okay, they're on it. You know, it's yeah. clean. It's easy. Um, if you pour me a glass of water, like from yeah. a Brita filter, it tastes like refrigerator. I don't like the taste of it. Mm-hmm. And the one that really sets me off is when someone takes the cup and puts it on the door of the fridge and gives me okay. that that water. Yeah, mm-mm, the door mm-mm. door water. I don't, don't care like for that. Water. I don't yeah. care for that. That's just my approach. Where do I you mean, stand? Look. I mean, again, I'm from Ann Arbor, right? Big mm-hmm. hippie energy. My mother composts everything. No. So you are right now in a terrorist yes. um, <laughs> drinking that water. Yes, I am. I am. <laughs> An environmental terrorist. <laughs> what about like, they make really cute, reusable, bo- I mean, I'm also just a tap water gal. I go, give me are tap you? water. I love tap water. No. See, Salt I have of the to, earth. I have to have cold water. It has to be cold, which is horrible for your voice, which explains a lot. But mm-hmm. I, I have have to have a cold water but if you put water in a container in the fridge it just starts to taste like the refrigerator mm-hmm. i don't know it's just got that weird taste you know you gotta get like a spring near your house so you can just get fresh spring water right uh, I meant palm of. springs. Ain't a spring nowhere There's near. There's no springs? No chlorinated well, water. That's about really it. They really should have thought of that before they named it. You know? <laughs> they should have. You know. see, once again, false know. advertising. Palm advertising. springs. You assume I'd be surrounded by springs. Not the case. I got plastic waters. I'm so, so, I'm so sorry. I, I should send you some... You know, water? 12 of those. I should yeah, send please. you water. I really please. should send you water. Wow. No, it's true. So you, you can just drink tap water that's room temperature? I, You're one of those people? Well, or, you know, a little bit colder. I don't care for ice in my no. water because that tastes like a freezer. Okay. I mean, I just, I there's it. so many restrictions. And then I, I'm getting to the age where I feel like if I drink water after 9.30 p.m., mm-hmm. I will have to wake up in the middle of the night to pee, which is a new thing for me. Ooh, do you? Wait, wait, do I? Do that, well, do how old are you? Well, let's just say pre-40s. Okay, say okay. That. Pre-40s. Well, I am mid-40s, and okay. what I've learned, I, I yeah, look, I'm just happy to wake up. Even yeah. if it's to piss, even if it's yeah. someone talking to me that's not yes. there, even yes. if it's a figment of my imagination, I'm happy just to wake God bless. up. I'm yes. happy. Yeah, because, you know, you get to a certain age and you're like, what am I doing? What is life yeah. about? Why is am I here? Is tomorrow going to happen? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I feel it's important that, you know, when I wake up to relish. And so I get up to pee and I go, oh, this is nice. And then go back to yeah. bed. It also reminds me of where I am because yeah, I do. in your bed. Because you do go, forget. where am I? Yeah, yeah exactly. Who am I? I? Where am I? Exactly. Exactly. Have you had trouble trying to decipher which day is which when you've been home? Yes. It's like, you know, the the time of year it used to be right between like, like mid December to like New Year's, like when you're it's like fam, like holiday time. Right. Mm -hmm. And you're just it's kind of like a a weird bizarro land of I don't know what day it is. I know it's the holidays and no one's really working. That's what this has always been right in this last year. And then especially being home because I'm not working right now. I'm on hiatus from work. From okay. Jesus and Miro, so I also yes. don't have to work. So, it, it every day because you know I'm I'm staying at my with my parents and my sister's living here with her young kids, so it's oh, also very fun, very fun. I'm getting very early wake up calls. I'm listening to the Wiggles. Have you heard of the Wiggles? Do I, you know I know them? of the name. I know of the name, but you know, with, with children, I have lots of nieces and nephews, and, and yeah. the crazy thing is, I've gone through all the phases where there was mm. a Dora, where there was a Barney. Mm-hmm. So I'm a little. They're a little old. Older now, so I'm okay. not familiar with what's going on with the Wiggles. Is this an wow. animated series, or no. is this grown adults in a bad costume? Grown adults wearing mm. colors. They are mm. Australian. They sing. Mm. Uh, they have a song called "Fruit Salad," yummy, yummy, which mm. is a big hit. <laughs> yeah. 
um, or toot toot chugga chugga big red car. That's one of their bigger hits. So um, I'm obsessed with the Wiggles though because two there's four members and two of them used to be married and then they got divorced, but they oh, still the, have to perform together. Ooh, like that's the ultimate. That's that's truly the and they ultimate. Have to yeah. Be like, Ah, we're the Wiggles. I'm the Yellow Wiggle. You're my ex-husband. So I love just, that dynamic. They just sing songs. Is that they what it is? Sing it's like? silly songs for for kids, and it, it, they're so Australian. One of their names is is Lachlan, which is such an Australian. Completely, name. completely. <laughs> yeah, and I'm sure when you spell yeah. it, it, it it just looks like a JetBlue confirmation number. It you know, it's just absolutely yeah. does. Mm-hmm. Absolutely mm-hmm. does. Um, yeah. So a lot of Wiggles here. A lot of graham cracker crumbs wherever oh, right. I walk. You Great. know, just mm-hmm. so blessed. I love so, them, but oh my god! <laughs> well, which what day are you on now? You have what another week? No, I I only have like four more days left. Oh, that's not bad. And then I go okay. back to New York. You can yeah. see the light, and where you can I get see back the light to my quiet. Dri- I go back to my quiet and my like alphabetized records and my vacuum Ooh. cleaner Ooh. and like. Now is My it a OCD life? Th- that's me. I'm all about yeah. OCD. Everything is yes. uh, you know in its place, organized, properly yes. put away. I have to. I have to. I have, have to. to. Have and to. my friends often say, you know, it's a sickness. You're crazy. This is mm-hmm. not good. And I go, no, it actually makes a lot of sense. First of all, I'm making yeah. it easier for everyone when I die because yes. you come in, Thank you can you. see what box yes. you want. The box yes. is properly labeled. Do you want those yes. shoes? Do you want that wig? Do you want? Yeah. It would just make total sense. You know. And there's a box labeled "Do not open." You know, which is the box of the horrible, disgust. my laptop, right? Yep. It'll say, yep. do not open. Agreed. Agreed. Dear God. Agreed. Yeah. Just yeah, yeah. put it in the, the fireplace. <laughs> Enter at your own risk. Completely. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Judgments will be made. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Recycle. But it's just, I think also, uh, maybe because when I did live in New York, it was, you don't have much space there that you do mm-hmm. have to keep things kind of properly organized and tidy yes. and in place because there's no room. I, I also think a big part of it is control surprise, right? Oh, yeah. It's like this idea of like being a performer, or creative, and kind of having no control over what happens in a way. So wanting to have control over what you can. Right. So it's just, okay, you know, the books have to be a certain way. Because honestly, I don't know. Am I going to have dental insurance in three months? Who knows? <laughs> right, so right. It, Completely. Like control over something. Uh, it's Anything. true. Yeah. yeah. And I also think that it's just, uh, for me, it's just, um, I, I find it happiness in knowing that it's all properly placed. Yes. Uh, I, like, yes. you know, even like my big thing, I don't know if you do this, but every day I have to make my bed. Are you a bed maker yes. in the morning? Oh, you okay. have to. It gets yeah. your mind right. It, yes. it sets the agenda for the day. And how about when you go out of town, do you clean your house before you go? Yes. You I simply must. I you d- simply must. Because oh, you want to walk in and you say, oh, I missed you. Not like, what the fuck? I didn't fold a blanket. You know. Yeah, exactly. You yeah, want to feel serene. We are on the home. same page, Julia. Yes, this is a good yes. a good thing. Uh, it's so good. But also, you know, a lot of anxiety comes with it. But that's it okay. Does. That's okay. That's what yeah. teletherapy is for. And also alcohol. You know, that, alcohol. that truly helps. Are you a big drinker? I am not. No, I'm not because I have a really low tolerance. So oh. I'll have like a couple beers and I'll be like, I feel amazing. Let's text people. <laughs> um, so, you know, I feel like I haven't been drinking that much during pandemic. Maybe, you know, a bit more of a, you know, herbal, oh, yeah, yeah. herbal you know, delights. Let me run this by you. Okay. Yeah. I, I've, I've, you know, I've always been a drinker, I think, my entire yeah. life. Basically, I was always a pill popping cohort, you know, growing yeah. up and, and, and in the scene, you know, the, the yeah. Liza diet. And sure. what was interesting is that um, when I got to Palm Springs, my um, assistant, who's also been my friend for like 20 years, came to me and was like, uh, I was feeling a little bit anxious and crazy. And I think the transition 
of being home and not working and not being on the road and not having mm-hmm. a purpose. And also, I don't like talking about my feelings. <laughs> I- <laughs> what shock. <laughs> so, so I was kind of cuckoo. And he suggested that I start getting some little edible gummies. And I, oh. of course, in my brain, I'm going back to 1996, where I'm thinking, I'm not going to eat some gummy. I don't know what's yeah. in it, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Well, here, yeah. yes, or, or just a really good time that I, I'm right. going to love and need it every day. And then so, you'll wake up with one kidney. Yeah, completely. So here it was. I He suggested that I get these little gummies that are maybe yep. five milligrams. And oh, yeah. they have been my saving grace while I've Ooh. been out here. You oh, know what I mean? I'm so glad. It I just know. kind of like... Levels things out a little bit. I do. If any, you don't, you can't see us right now, people, but we literally are doing the same thing going, yeah. Literally level. It smooths you out. It it's really nice. does. It's, it's like that one glass of wine if you mm-hmm. knew how to stop. Mm-hmm. And it's it really kind of sets the mood. So I've kind of gotten in love with this and, and fallen in love with it. And I've also never been an actual weed smoker smoker, yeah. you know, like physically. But every now and then, you hit mm-hmm. a little bit, mm-hmm. you look at the world differently. You yeah, really go, do. Am I happy? <laughs> What's this like? It's weird. <laughs> Completely. Right? Yeah. It takes the edge off, which I it find to be relaxing. It's You don't feel as bloated or as miserable as you do yes. when you have liquor. Yes. Um, That's hangover. a big problem. No There's hangover. A, no hangover. No yeah. hangover. Um, you just have to, you know, sometimes be, you know, careful that you don't have too many snacks around the house is what i will say because that, you know sometimes yeah. you go wait a second i'm gonna go i'm gonna go to Dwayne reed i'm gonna buy 25 dollars worth of gummy gummy bears <laughs> that's what i'm gonna do and then you do it and then you're and shoveling it in your fucking mouth yeah, shoving yeah. Your, and you go oh my god wild berry skittles why don't i eat these every day these are so good it's true you know so. It's true, but it, that it, that's been the new discovery that I've had because I usually I'm not a I don't know I don't want to say it's a downer, but you know yeah. I, I usually just like something to keep me going, you know, yes, pill popping. A uh, yeah, well, cocaine is you know back in the day, it's a hell of a when, drug, yeah. oh my god, it was such a good mixture when you would have one too many drinks <laughs> and then you get that one little sniff that would balance you out. You know what I mean? Like you could keep drinking and you were fun. It was mm-hmm. good. I, I was never a let me do cocaine in the morning, let me do it in the evening. Never like oh that. Oh my god. Coke no. in the morning. I can't imagine Mm-mm. that lifestyle. Mm-mm. That's just drink, drink coffee. Like, yeah. that's a co- that's a commitment. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. And I've also yeah. during quarantine. I don't know if this happened to you. Aside from you ordering your pizza, that's been consistent. I ventured yeah. out and now can drink black iced coffee. I see. I trained myself to drink iced coffee black and regular coffee black. Yes. I am a black coffee person. It makes really? life so much easier also. Isn't it? Isn't it? Because you just go, the coffee. They go, room for cream? No thanks. Just I'm good. Fill, fill her up. Yeah. Nothing, nothing fancy here. It makes everything easier. You don't have to have that dumb cream thing everywhere. Mm-mm. The sugar. Mm-mm. No, Mm-mm. no thanks. No you don't thanks. have to stand at that dirty counter Ugh. that you always spill. People what don't wipe can- thoroughly. There's it's- just dribbles of milk. No, thank you. Looking no, like a crime you. scene. A oh, crime scene. A crime scene. It's like a lactation station there. Nobody wants to be there. <laughs> a lactation right? station. <laughs> Sometimes I even try to not take a straw. Again, hippie. Love Ooh. the environment. Yes. I love the environment. But well, can we even talk about paper straws? Paper straws? <laughs> yeah. are, uh, come on now. It's, yeah, no, it's bad. It's 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 like eating a piñata. It just it just disintegrates in the <laughs> Sucking mouth. your drink through a piñata. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. It's not it's not good. It's not the thing. No. Ugh, yeah. But yeah. then it's like, okay, should I travel with a metal straw and be that person? Maybe. But then Mm-mm. I got glass straws recently and I was like, these Mm-mm. are great cuz they're a little bit wider and then the other day I was drinking my smoothie and I go, did this straw 
yeah, there's a chip. There's a chip in this glass <laughs> straw. So I've maybe eaten it. It's traveling down my throat now. Okay. But again, anything for Mother Earth, you know, anything for her. I, I guarantee. Her. Yeah. Well, we're going to take a short break and listen to our sponsors. And we're going to return with Miss Julia Young and her straw adventures. <laughs> And we're back with Miss Julia Young, who was telling us that she had a glass straw in her purse uh, <laughs> that she was drinking from. And I'm assuming you meant potato chip, not a chip of any other sort, right? A, a, a glass chip. A oh, glass a glass chip. Oh, chip. I, thought, I thought it was like a potato chip in the purse that was through the glass. Okay, nope, okay, a, okay. A, a, the glass straw oh. chipped. Oh, Ooh, ooh. Mm-hmm. well, that's mm-hmm. tricky. Okay, but you mm-hmm. survived, right? I survived. I thrived. I'm a survivor. I'm here. You know I will what? start a foundation for, found- oh. for survivors of glass straw accidents. <laughs> what a beautiful journey. Thank you. Know, you. Everybody's been saying, though, you know, we can't have the straws because of the turtles. And I'm like, well, what happens to the turtles <laughs> with the Coke problems? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. You're a turtle. They live yep. 100 years. They could use a straw every they now could use and a then. straw. I mean, or at least, you know, a $5 bill. That yes. happened to me once. And let's talk about old New York. Yeah. The only time I've been offered cocaine in a bar for free was um, at Pianos on the Lower East Side. When a man came up to me, he handed me a $5 bill. I was in my very early 20s. I go, what is this for? And he goes, yeah. just go to the bathroom. And I was like, but I don't have to go to the bathroom. He goes, right. just go to the bathroom. And I opened it up and I was like, oh, he just gave me $5 bill full of cocaine. <gasps> and it's like, I'm not going to use this. Like, I don't know. Again, where is this where come it's from? Been. Yeah. Is, is this real? You know, is, yeah. is it laxatives i don't know i mean that would be fun but i don't know yeah and then so i didn't do it because i was raised right correct and i kept the five dollars yes. and then <laughs> as you must finders fee and then you know he was he was trying to hit on me and he goes you know i'm in the new smurfs movie and i said oh okay interesting so how long did you date two and a half years <laughs> okay that's good that's Reader, good. I married him. No, oh, that's brilliant. Uh, no. No, 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 but but you know, I guess it's uh, I, I, growing up. I mean, drugs were just such a huge part of the culture and in the scene. I guess we didn't have cell phones and we didn't have internet, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it was kind of like the thing to do when you went yeah. out on a Saturday night. And I've said this to people before: is that you know, if you told your friends I'm meeting you at 10 p.m. at the bar, you had to meet them at 10 p.m. There was no phones. Yes. There was pay phones. It's a social Ma- contract. Completely. And maybe somebody yes. had a beeper. Maybe you know, there was no way to. To text or catch up. And when you went out at 10 p.m., you were out. Well, because I'm from New Orleans. We'd be mm-hmm. out till 5 a.m. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That was the plan. So when mm-hmm. you would start at 10, you'd have those few drinks. And in my early years, I was quite adventurous because I would drink a white Russian because... Ooh, uh-huh, love that dairy. Don't you... From a bar. <laughs> so there I am. Uh, you know. With a heavy cream drink. Mm. <clears throat> sipping it on the dance floor. <laughs> um, a nice dessert in a cup. I would start yeah. with that. But after a while, that Kahlua and vodka w- would hit me. And, and yeah. when it would hit me, you needed that little bit of cocaine to match. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyone listening, I want you to know that I'm not advocating for, I'm not saying that drugs are the way. I'm just explaining no. my story of how no. I got this, there. This podcast is not sponsored by cocaine at no. all. No. Absolutely not. Although if they would like to, we it's will fine. take the call. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Roll yes. it up in a $5 bill. That's how we like it. That's how <laughs> Slide we like it. Slide it over. <laughs> yeah. So it just kind of became part of the culture. And that's just what everybody did and i'm not yeah. saying you know it's the right way but that was just no. kind of the, the and i'm glad i did it when i was young and got it out of my system because now i'm like what cocaine yeah. get out of here i i, I can't 
I mean, drugs, I mean, I just read this thing that, like, they're using MDMA and ecstasy to, to treat people with PTSD. So really? it's like, even like micro, do- like drugs are, I think they're, people are getting more into psychedelics, I think, as a way yeah. to, to treat d- diseases and to, you know, in mental illnesses and to just kind of learn how they can be used for good, which yeah. I, th- I find kind of interesting. I agree. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's important. Uh, I mean, look, especially if you're, you know, someone who is suffering, it's like yes. if, 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 you know, cannabis and all of this stuff that can help mm-hmm. and heal, it's just mm-hmm. insane. We live in a country where all of this is considered illegal. It's like, if you are, yes, yeah. if you're dying, at least yes. help the person comfort them in their time while they're here. It's just, yes. it, it's so infuriating. It really, really is. But you know, what else infuriates me? And, and I guess I have me. to ask, because, you know, we met through Twitter, or yes. we've, you know, chatted back and forth on Twitter, yeah. is that how do you feel about Twitter? Does it, oh. is it, because I have my good days and bad days mm-hmm. where I'm like, you know what, this is a lot of fun. And then mm-hmm. some days I'm like, fuck it to hell. I'm not going on here again. This is just stupid or mm-hmm. ridiculous. Where do you stand with it? Do you have the, you know, peaks and valleys like everyone else? Definitely. Um, I mean, I think I've been on Twitter for maybe 11 years. Wow. <laughs> like just long You're much time. better than me. But it's, you know, it's been, a you know, slow at first being like, hey, joke, 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 and then yeah. taking a break and then coming back on. For my current job, I feel like I, I have to be on Twitter because I have to know what's happening in the world at all times. Correct. I have to be, and I consider myself kind of knowing what is happening with pop culture, with current events at all times. I can yes. tell you what today's big stories are with uh-huh. celebs, you know, and Twitter helps so much with that and to get commentary, to get a taste of it. But then you also have to take a step back and be like, okay, these like, couple thousand of people that are in my Twitter bubble that's not the world like we can't treat it like it is the world it's just a bubble and I feel like like a lot of like around the election overconfidence of Democrats and Uh then it's like I'm only following you it's an echo chamber at a certain point where you're only following people that agree with you and Uh have the same view and then you suddenly believe that more people agree with you than actually do and I think it can be very toxic very bad for mental health yes and then also, like, people's old tweets resurfacing, Ooh. as we're seeing with Chrissy Teigen this Oh, you know, week. I was going to ask you about that. Like, first yeah. and foremost, I mean, I have a list of, of, of pop culture people that I want yes. to talk to you about. But let's just yeah. hit her, because she's on my list. Yeah. Like, yeah. honestly, what... what Okay, I can start out by saying, you know, I like the idea of her. Now, I, yes. I was not, um, how do I put it? I didn't know she was a model before this. I didn't care. Um, yeah. I really didn't know until she married John Legend. Then they're yes. a couple. Uh, then I was following her, and I'm reading all of her stuff. And, you know, when someone becomes a mother, they change mm-hmm. their tone. Blah, blah, blah. It's all great. So she was just on her little journey of fame and fortune and and, yes. and showing it, you know, because yes. I, I didn't go research this this woman. Um, yeah. So I saw it, and I would agree with a lot of her bullshit that she would say. Some stuff yeah. was really kind of funny and snarky, Someone's and I thought, very funny. Yes, okay, wow, totally. you're a celebrity, and you're doing it. And then I think I started to lose interest with the, I've got to get out of here. It's too toxic. I'm leaving Twitter, blah, 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 <laughs> Bye scenario. forever. <laughs> yeah, never say never. So there she goes. She leaves, and then now she's returned. Mm-hmm. So I just caught up on the madness. I had no idea. I didn't know who she was talking to originally, mm-hmm. the 16-year-old and all that madness. Courtney so why don't you give us yeah. the abbreviated version or just yeah. basically, in your words, what the fuck yeah. went down and what's happening at na- right now at this moment? Yeah. Yeah, Chrissy, you know, kind of like transformed herself from a model into a personality, right? She was hosting uh-huh. Lip Sync Battle. Now she she transformed herself into a cook. She has a, a cookbook. She has this line at Target, like uh-huh. just kind of a mogul. So yes. increasing her presence. But then it, you know, comes out that 
earlier, you know, 10 years ago, maybe even less, she was kind of a troll on Twitter and would harass people. She would harass a lot of young women, privately DMing them or even publicly tweeting. Courtney Stodden, who had a very fucked up life and was married to this actor when I think Courtney goes by they them. So when they okay. were um, 16, they married a 52 something year old actor wow. just clearly like creepy grooming horrible sure. everyone at the time was terrible to her in the way that they often are to to women and to young women especially right yeah. blaming her completely and chrissy was tweeting things to courtney like i take a, a dirt nap kill yourself like now, just wh- like where and why why would that even <laughs> affect her you see like yeah. i was i was with you until when you mentioned the DMing situation, yeah. that's the part that I don't understand. If you're going out there and you're going to be a quote-unquote celebrity, not necessarily yeah. known for, as a comedian, so to speak, yeah. um, and you're putting stuff out there, fine. You have an opinion, great. It may not always be funny. It may come across as harsh. I don't think I've ever DM'd anyone with something nasty, ever. No. I, I couldn't no. imagine saying to someone, you know, go kill yourself, whatever. Especially a in a DM. year old Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, is yeah. a child. And- that is wild though yeah, yeah yeah and i think what complicates it too is you know like last summer the whole thing with chrissy and allison roman did you know about that whole no. drama so allison roman was this kind of beloved new york times chef who kind of blew up because she made this kind of famous shallot pasta that all these Ooh. millennials were making great all the rage sure. all yep. the rage mm-hmm. and um allison gave this interview where she kind of called out chrissy for doing her cookbooks and saying that she probably has a social media team. And um, she also called up Marie Kondo, who mm-hmm. does... yeah All okay. the organizing, yeah. Yes. So everyone got so mad at Allison because they were like, you're a white woman. These are two women who are Asian. You are attacking them. Oh. Basically got Allison fired from the New York Times. She no. had to do a public apology to Chrissy. So Chrissy was like, thank you. You've really hurt my feelings. So I guess it's just kind of this whole thing of... Chrissy being the victim, and then it turns out maybe she was actually the bully. Which and is wild. Which yeah, is wild to me. It's so wild. And all these old tweets coming up, and I think there's going to be more, honestly. Oh. I think there's going to be more. Just pay for someone to delete your old tweets. Right. Or right? or did you not realize at some point that this yeah. would come out? I mean, I think everything services. I, I don't know if you do, but I... All of my thoughts don't go into Twitter. All of my no. thoughts cannot go into Twitter. No. And no, I no, think no. because I didn't grow up with Twitter, it's a little different for me where I don't feel the need to share everything. And I and I mean yes. that saying share my thoughts, but I don't share my personal life ever. Like I'm not yeah. one of those sorry, you know, we all have that sorry sappy bitch on Twitter that's like yes. feeling down today. Blah, blah. Yeah. Well, the of old course. husband didn't. Yeah. It's yeah, like, yeah. I don't give a shit. No, because you're a therapist. Yeah, yeah. And you're a fucking douche anyway. No wonder yeah. he left. Yeah. But yeah. in the end, I don't put any of that out there. But I also know that certain jokes that I would say live, mm-hmm. I can't do on Twitter because yes. first and foremost, context doesn't exist context in this world. Is everything tone Completely. of voice, Completely. facial expression? Yes. It's, yeah, and it's, I find that it's it's very challenging. So if I will, you know, tweet something, I will type it, and then I will say, mm, not going to translate. Mm, mm-hmm. Not going to work. Now, on stage, I'll take the risk because that's what I'm doing and I have yes. people there. And, you know, I, as I was, I was thinking I was telling someone um, the other day that when someone says, you know, do you feel bad about a joke or did you ever have a joke that didn't land? 
many millions yeah. of jokes that never landed yes. and and they said well do you feel bad about it i go absolutely not i mean it's like asking celine dion you've got 900 songs and maybe 10 of them are hits it's like yeah. everything's not going to be a winner so do you stop right. singing no it's right. just what you do and you roll with the punches and if you didn't have yeah you also yeah. asked celine why did you marry your manager when you were so young you know that's a whole nother story well that's chrissy would have other- fixed that chrissy would have dm'd her she but, absolutely would but it's just a weird thing to me so I, I feel i have to be cautious with what i'm saying because without context it's impossible to explain and everybody just yes. runs with the headline so do you find that it's not not so much censoring but do you find that you're mindful of where you're going with a tweet and i mean yes uh, yeah you, you have to be i think it's very powerful to press uh, you know, save as draft, right? Mm-hmm. Like that is great. Mm-hmm. Think about it for a day, especially if it's something, you know, if you want to wade into something very serious that's happening in a joking manner, you want to make sure you have the tone right. Mm-hmm. I also think, you know, I, I tweeted something I thought was innocuous oh, a couple months ago, um, not even attacking a person and all of their fans, very rabid, angry fans started coming after me and of telling course. me I was horrible and, you know, it was like a couple scary days of me being like, oh, my God, I'm being yeah. like harassed by this troll army and being like, OK, I'll delete the tweet. Like, yeah. and it was something so innocuous. Yeah. Um, not even mentioning this person by name, but oh God. all of their fans got alert. It's like, sure. You know, it's like you don't even want to put yourself in that situation. You're just like, you know what? It's not even fucking important. It truly it's once not you, even important. Once you've experienced that, you kind of feel like the world is closing in on you and everybody's yeah. talking about it and you're the hot topic. And yeah. what I've come to terms with, it's just noise. It's yes. complete noise. Someone has yes. to say something about someone, something. And just Always. as I'm making the comment or making the observation or making a joke, you know, it, it is a it is a very tricky world because it can fuck with your head, truly. It can make you think, oh, oh my, my God, God, these people are running and uh, running my life. And you mm-hmm. can't. So that's why I'm so puzzled by someone like, Chrissy, are, is she that far out of touch that it's like, I can write this and it does it. Like you said, get somebody to delete your fucking tweets from before. Or when you left, come back with a clean slate. Like, you know. She, I mean, she also tweeted something that got her. I mean, she's always tweeting things, but like one of them was she, she tweeted a couple months ago, like, what's the most expensive thing you accidentally bought? One time John and I went to dinner and the waiter asked, you know, we asked the waiter for a bottle of wine and it was $15,000 and we didn't oh. even finish it. And everyone oh. was like, girl, bye. What? Bye. <laughs> bye. Like, what? Yeah, uh, yeah. Read the room here. Yeah, completely. Yeah. yeah. And, and I guess for somebody who's trying to be so in with the people and, and yeah. down with it and hey, I've got this cooking line, I've got this mm-hmm. silverware, I've got this gig with, with Macy's and with Target and, and all mm-hmm. that stuff. It's just kind of like, I get it. You know, you're making your money and you're putting yourself out there and you're using your celebrity to be whatever you want to be. But God damn it. Shut the fuck up, you know, or or be be selective, at least. I think it's like people who are famous for so long are unable. They've lost some sort of human emotional intelligence. I don't know. It's like that's why you don't see the Olsen twins tweeting because they don't know how, first of all. But I don't think like God bless them. There's anything. I don't know if they go to grocery stores and know what a Fuji apple is or a a Gala apple. Right. It's like it doesn't have. It doesn't matter because they have people and their people have people. It's like they don't 
<laughs> they understand the contract they've made with the world is that they are so famous that they don't have to participate. Okay, okay. What you just said is completely genius. Your contract yeah. with the world. And yeah. that's where I go. Here are two, you know, they were very ugly little girls, in my opinion. Uh, they were not. Well, they <laughs> oh, just, when oh, they were kids, the, I just yeah. thought, oh, like usually it's a cute kid that they put on yeah. TV. I just thought, oh, they're not that cute. But we'll find out there was two. I was like, ooh, that's scary. Yeah. But anyway, here they are. They grew into being beautiful young women. You know, yes. let's say they, they really did turn around and they built a fucking empire. They did what they had to do. Mm-hmm. They were at the circus. They were dancing monkeys. They made mm-hmm. their money. They got their life, whatever their backstory was with the father, the sister and the madness and whatever. It didn't matter. And that's all I know. That's yeah. all I know that they went and did it. That's how you do it. You go mm-hmm. back to this. You can't have it all. You, I, I, no. I'm a firm believer in you can't have it all. But that's no. the way you do it. You go in, you hit hard, you make your money, you can maintain your lifestyle. You can call, aren't they designers as well? Don't they do clothes or some yeah, shit? Yeah, they, okay. they have a couple fashion lines. Yeah. It's, yeah, and, and you're right, exactly. It's like, we don't want Mariah Carey to be relatable because she's not relatable. Oh, God, like, no. She's well, Mariah we even, Carey. We don't really want Mariah Carey, I mean, in my yeah, opinion. I mean, but she's, yeah. she's around us. It's it's oxygen. You know, yes. we experience her every day. We don't understand it. We don't know it, but she's no, there. but she but is there. I don't want her talking on Twitter about how about how her life works because it's, it's not how anyone else's life works. Not relatable. It's not relatable. No, it's not relatable. But so yeah. I'm just floored by the whole Chrissy situation. Just thinking that here is somebody who is in great place, who has her money, has her children even now. Yes. You know, that this this something else to keep you busy. And yet yes. this is what you've chosen to do. This is the road you've taken. And how the fuck do you get off that road? It's in, you know, and she's done a lot of admirable things. She she had a miscarriage, which was devastating. And she sure. was very public about that and shared that, which, you know, I think is important because... I think once you get reach a certain age, it's like all of your friends are having problems getting pregnant and yeah. you don't even realize how many people have miscarriages and, you know, the stigma around that. But I also do think, again, she wants to have it all. You cannot have it all. No, you're and don't absolutely you, right. And don't you find when you're in that situation, you know, yeah, of course I can sympathize with someone who yes. suffered a loss, but doesn't yes. this other erratic behavior negate what she was yes. doing? Like it just Harassing makes people go, teenagers. how yeah. does that work? I mean, yeah. everybody knows you get a van with a mattress and a bag yes. of candy. That's yes. That's how you get the teenagers. That's, That's what you, you need to them. do. Yes. Exactly. I, See, we're on the same page. Uh, come on. We we know what's happening. Now, I'm exactly. going to ask you this, Julia, since we're on our little pop talk, pop culture moment. Yes. How do you feel about this whole Ellen DeGeneres situation? Now, Oh, boy. Th- I, yeah, I'm just curious <laughs> because here it was the situation, you know, where it's Ellen. We've loved Ellen for a long time. And, you know, Ellen is a, an acquired taste, you know. Mm-hmm. As a comedian, I'm not fond of kind nice humor but no, i don't like nice people no, i don't know. i don't i don't like nice comedy so i mm-hmm. was always i was marvel at it if she doesn't curse and she doesn't get dirty i go you know yes. what that's that's a talent that's a it's skill impressive. that's a skill absolutely but doesn't that mean when you're off camera there's a lot of it mm-hmm. like you know what i mean mm-hmm. the nicest is always the biggest cunt in the world how do you feel about this whole scenario do you think that it was you know, do you think that th- that she got all this backlash for being a bitch or being impossible? Do you think that that influenced her to do it? Or do you think it was just because of that, the ratings went down and she's like, I'm out. Like, what what's your take on the scenario? I think it was like dominoes falling of like one person feeling comfortable enough to speak up about how Ellen actually was. And sure. then other people feeling more comfortable. And now... 
I mean, Ellen's painting herself as the victim of like, mm. this was a coordinated attack. Uh-uh. I think she must have been awful. It's like sure. you, I read enough blind items and enough people, anonymous sources being like, she was a fucking monster. And I, I think you're absolutely right. If you're that nice on the outside, no, mm-hmm. no one is that pure. No. Like, you know I feel like Julie even Andrews like, is a bitch. You know oh, Julie yeah. Andrews is a bitch. I feel like Mr. Rogers must have, <laughs> you know, I don't know, done something, <laughs> stolen from the supermarket, something a little bit not nice right you can't you can't be i i'm always so suspicious of people who are like my thing i'm i'm so nice it's like "Mm -mm." no i'm not buying it i'm not buying it no 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 i I, I think yeah i i I agree i i think that there's underneath the surface but then also like we're saying so rich so rich completely living in a different world a different sphere and you can you think you can treat people a certain way because again you are not living in the same world as these peons right they're peons they're nobodies but that's the craziness though is that you need the peons in order to maintain this life that you have Mm -hmm. so you know i I think i think the curse of the celebrity scenario is is that you know you get to this plateau and it's amazing to see you know the the rise from the ashes and become this star you know let's say the oprah effect where you go, yes. truly, self-made billionaire, came from nothing, went to something I commend, especially yes. a woman, especially a yes. woman of color, especially a lesbian like um, uh, Ellen that mm-hmm. has grown and come into this place where she's on national television daily, that there yes. are people in middle America, as we know, that have a problem with homosexuality, yes, but will sit and they back and go, her. but I love Ellen. Mm-hmm. So look, I am all about yes. uh, uh, being who she is and being out there, but then there is that side where I go, mm-hmm. okay, she's known for wheeling and dealing on real estate, you know, 50 million here, 50 million, all of that's in the news. That's Mm -hmm. where things become, you know, unrelatable, I think, to the masses. So Mm -hmm. the curse I find is that when you start celebrating your life and it's all put out there, it gets, it gets tricky. It gets Mm -hmm. blurred. It gets, it gets kind of convoluted and layered. And uh, I I think that you do have to have a set of balls to get through show business, I would say. So I'm not surprised if she was a bitch and I'm not mad at it either. Yeah. But I question the people who think she's going to be nice all the time. Yeah, I mean, I almost wonder, it's like the Beyonce of it all, right? Yeah. Of like someone at that level, you never hear leaks yeah. from her team. I think it's also like better NDA game and also yeah. hiring people. And I'm sure Beyonce is nicer to people. Sure. Otherwise, yeah. you would hear more whisperings of stuff. Yeah. But like to be at a certain powerful level... I think maybe Ellen was surrounded by too many yes men mm-hmm. who were willing to take the abuse at high levels and then they dish out the abuse at lower levels. There it's, you go. it's just Chain it, it's like right exactly people with power want to stay in power and they're going to be nasty to people who have less power and those people are nasty to other people all the way down to the PAs it's and wild. suddenly it's a miserable working situation. And I think you know Ellen her whole thing was I'm nice right and Uh let me dance and be relatable and I agree I think it's so incredible what she's done to like make these Republican housewives be like ah gays are bad except for her (laughs) except you know except for her yeah no it's that's huge she created this brand she gamified daytime television right um but she also, you know, and all the celebrities being like, well, I never had a problem with Ellen. It's like, yeah, that's because you're fucking famous. She's not going to be nasty to you, Justin Timberlake. You exactly. know? Oh, girl, her. We're not even going to get on her. All right. We're going to take a short break and listen to our sponsors. And we'll be back <laughs> with Miss Julia Young, where we can discuss some more pop culture tidbits.
So we're back and we figured out, none of us are surprised that Ellen was a cunt. But God bless, thank you for the 18 years of, of you know, uh, entertainment, Cunthood. making us laugh, uh, watching white people with no rhythm. I think it's important. It's lovely. It's a movement. Actually, when I watch it, it made me have a movement, but mm-hmm. it, it mm-hmm. is what it is. And, you know, good luck to the next person to come in, you know, because Ooh, it, yeah. it, it's wild. You know, Julia, I've done this before. I don't know if you've ever done this, but if you go to YouTube and you look up failed talk shows, like oh. it's insane everyone everyone and sometimes touch. people twice like the osmonds had two different versions variety mm-hmm. shows it's mm-hmm. crazy to think of all the people that have had it so kudos to ellen for having you know 18 19 yes. years uh, i'm mad it's not an even number but whatever yeah that's uh, the ocd that we have yeah fix it bitch <laughs> fix it ellen um, but I, I go you know kudos to her because it, it is challenging and and, and you yeah. know creating a talk show every day being funny having writers having this it, it, it i'm sure it's Damn. Dancing it's, in sneakers. It's it, hard. Hello. It's challenging. Yeah. yeah, yeah I've been yeah. doing it in heels. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> no. Who knew? Now, I know we cannot go on without, you know, discussing. Well, there's two things, but I'm going to do this yeah. one first, and then we'll get to the one that's really interesting that I know that you want to talk about. I'm just yeah. curious to get your take on this whole thing with this Meghan Markle situation. Like, oh, you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It, it's, mm-hmm. to me, I get torn with this. And for most of mm-hmm. you don't know, mm-hmm. Prince Harry, Meghan Markle got married. You know, Americans, we're all excited and all into the royal family. I don't know why, but we're all fascinated with this madness. And I'm just curious of your take on the scenario. And do you think that these are choices that are being made by Harry? Or do you think he's highly influenced by the wife? Uh, Do you think that he's changing things because he saw what happened to his mother? Do you think that she's a controlling bitch? Like, what's your take on this madness? I feel like it can it's people are in such opposites like what you're saying she's amazing or she's a controlling bitch it's like maybe there's a middle ground here you know is he is he being hypnotized by her or you know has he making his own decisions maybe it's a mix of the two maybe there's collaboration i think i think it you know and he kind of said this in his interview with oprah it's like he he was like asleep for a long time and then she woke him up and he was like oh my god i live in this gilded cage Uh i just want to like go to the grocery store you know like i want to have a bike ride with my kid and not have a 21 gun salute it's like (laughs) i think she in a lot of ways helped him yeah um but then it's like you hear the the blind items the other sources that say she's conniving she has this plan she wants to run for senator like you know these just grand things it's so hard to know what the truth is but i do think i none of us have any idea what it's like to grow up as like a prince but it sounds so fucking miserable and i think diana was so fucking miserable too i I completely agree with you on that and i think because we are so not we are just not used to anybody in the royal family being a human being it's almost shocking to have someone with feelings i mean diana was probably the closest to it and look what happened there you know it's like just by her trying to create some normality with the kids and you know all those videos of them at a theme park or going to Mm -hmm. mcdonald's breaks my heart because I love Diana. But in the end, um, it's just that kind of a thing where you're like, okay, maybe this person living in the gilded cage, knowing the protocol, knowing how this is my world is going to be and seeing what happened to his mother after being married and having a child of his own and wanting to protect, maybe Mm -hmm. he's like, I'm out. But then the tricky part is I want to be alone. I don't want to deal with this. And then you're doing interviews every five Mm -hmm. minutes. You're doing a podcast. You have a Netflix deal. Look, I ain't Mm -hmm. mad at a bitch. You got to make your money. Right. But... Uh, I, right. How'd like, that work? How'd that work, it, Julia? It is very, uh, you know, 
uh, front facing, you know, you uh-huh. could just quietly be like, all right, we're going to do charity and, you know, somehow get paid, you know, through our own charity. But instead, you're right. They just inked in a deal with like, you know, Procter and Gamble or some uh-huh. shit and writing books. And it, it's true. It's like, don't look at me, look at me. But, yeah. you know, on, on our terms. But and I can see why that makes people very cynical that yeah. they are, you know, trying to get their own thing going. Uh, so that, you know, that makes it harder in some ways to believe in their pure, you know, their pure motives. Yeah. But I also just think like, just, you know, the whole thing with Will and Kate, mm. which I think, you know, from when, you know, I think there was some, maybe some infidelity there mm-hmm. and that's kind of what broke the brothers up. And yeah. really that that should <laughs> take on it. Oh, mm, interesting. That, yeah. I, okay. I, I've, I've heard. Okay. Okay. That he, okay. That William maybe allegedly, you know, had some tea in someone else's crumpets. Wait a minute. Who so. the hell? Like, first of all, we need to talk about him. Now, yeah. how disappointing it is. It's so cute when he was young. And now oh, he looks like he's 90 years old. Like I had such a crush. He I did, did too. Age. Puberty was so cruel. Oh, girl. Late well, puberty. Oh, God. It's like he started out looking as gorgeous as Diana and then yeah. turned into Charles. Turned Charles. Like, how it, does that work? It was like stroke of midnight. He's yeah. a pumpkin. And <laughs> a big old pumpkin. from an Abercrombie to a Fitch overnight. It was so sad, right? Yes. Uh, my problem is the hair. Just shave it all off. Shave just, it off. Just shave You're it not off. Fooling anyone. It's okay no. to be bald. That it's is fine. okay. No, it's I com- fine. I completely agree. I just, I just, I'm fascinated by all of it. And I guess, you know, to be fair, I'm sure William's hands are tied. William, I said William. William's <laughs> hands are tied because, you know, he's going to be the king of England whenever Liz decides she's done. Because I'm guaranteed. I, I believe she's going to be there till she's 150. But oh, it's that type easily. of thing where yeah. it's like, okay, his hands are tied and he's doing everything protocol. It'll be interesting to see his story uh, unfold over the next couple of years. I'm sure it's a daunting task. And then maybe the other brother was like, hey, I don't want this. I'm mm-hmm. I'm out. You know, mm-hmm. I need to go, 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 go. So he did. But <laughs> I'm not mad at him. Uh, yeah, Megan is, it's so polarizing. And I think off, absolutely race plays into it. I think the British press is horrible to her. They're racist. They're, yes. you know, the stories where they're do they're, the same coverage of both of them is treated so differently. It's just, you know, Kate can do no wrong. And right. it's just, it's, it's really fucked up. Um, but again, it's like, okay, people are complicated. They're not either good or bad. They're a mix of both, except for Ellen, who is all bad. <laughs> no, but I mean, I think, don't you find that it's a mixture of, and, and I, I, I agree with the racism side of it, because I did yeah. see several stories. Uh, it was either the Daily Mail or one of them that was Ugh. just basically, the headlines were completely polar opposites. But so I wonder, awful. is it a mixture of racism and a touch of the fact that you're American. You know, oh. it's this idea that you are coming in, you know, it's like that Wallace Simpson situation where it was like... The Nazi? Yeah. It, yes. <laughs> it, it just totally changed the game. Yeah. And it's like, hey, you're American. You don't belong here. This is not what yeah. we're about. We're about staunch, white, you know, mm-hmm. non-problematic, keep your feelings to yourself people. Oh, and it, totally. how dare you have emotions? How dare you yeah. discuss things? How dare you be American? How dare mm-hmm. you be black? That's mm-hmm. the fucking craziness of all of this. It's true. It's like preserving bloodlines and all that horrible uh, stuff. Of, wait, but... Uh, yeah. yeah but not seasoning your food. Yeah. Yeah, not seasoning your food and fucking your cousin. That's what yes. they're all about. And that's why you're all dubs. That's why you look like horses. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Come on. Cousins, marrying cousins makes horses. Wait Everyone a minute. Knows it. So Sarah Jessica Parker was married to her cousin? Is that oh, what I, oh, honey. I'm kidding. I love her, though. 
I we do love her. her. I do we love, love her. her. And she's gorgeous. We don't love her shoe line, but we love her. You know, what's weird, uh, you know, but I have to say, I would buy shoes from Sarah Jessica Parker before I'd buy a pot from Chrissy Teigen. Because I yeah. believe that at least she would be involved with the designing of the shoe. And, you know, oh, she She's became... down there selling it at South Street Seaport at her store. She's begging See? people to buy her shoes See? on Instagram. <laughs> okay, I got to go check out the shoes. I haven't. It depends on how big she goes. What size shoe do you wear? Oh, I wear a seven and a half. Oh, you're Sometimes a little seven. petite lady. Yeah, Thank I'm, you I have to wear so much. A twelve in a woman, so it's very picky. I it's, mean, I, yeah. I mean, it's very tricky. I didn't mean to say picky. It's Does not Jessica be- Simpson make bigger shoes? She has cute okay, stuff. Let's talk yeah. about somebody like her. Now, yeah. let's be real here. Here is yeah. someone mediocre talent when it comes to yeah. singing. One hit almost, song. <laughs> uh, almost awkward to watch sing and and dance. Yes, but went through the game. Got some notoriety and then yeah. focused on this fashion and shoe empire that we don't hear much about. Like you yeah. really, it's not thrown in your face. It's yeah. not a big deal. But she's like an Olsen where she went out to pasture, did her mm-hmm. little thing, making mm-hmm. bank. I didn't know what this bitch was worth, but she does make shoes that are big. Uh, and all of my yeah. girlfriends uh, that are drag performers get her shoes. I don't like shoes that are open toe because you don't want to see man feet. You but, don't want to see a man toe. But she God sells yeah. large sizes. That's and, a smart bitch. And they're everywhere. Yes. I was just in, um, where was I? I was in a mall. It was awful. But yeah. everywhere. It was like a, a, a Macy's. They have all of her shoes everywhere. Brilliant. Brilliant. And you go, those are kind of cute. And you go, oh, Jessica, Jessica Simpson? Simpson? And, yeah, oh. Completely. <laughs> like you just don't expect it. So I say kudos to her for getting Good out of my her. face to stop singing. And, yes. uh, you know, after that Dukes of Hazard movie, I'm like, you know what? Good <gasps> yeah. for you. Make beautiful kids. Get out yeah. of my face. Make yeah. your shoes. Yeah, I make completely agree. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree. Do yeah. what you want with your face. Good Co- luck to your ooh. sister. Ooh, oh, that sister. Whole nother story. But you know she married <laughs> Diana Ross's son. Yeah, Evan. Yes. And they have a daughter, Bianca Jagger Snow, I believe. Oh, so, okay. Very Tricky. big names. Tricky. Big names. You know, I, I, a quick story about Diana Ross. I was staying once at a hotel, and I was told... No, I wasn't staying at the hotel, but a friend of mine that worked at the casino that that um, Diana Ross was staying in, he was in charge of wardrobe, she was coming to do a show, and it, she usually asked for the entire floor of the hotel for herself, which is probably not rare. I mean, it's probably not a a rare occurrence. This is real. I'm sure it happens. You know, you're Diana Ross. But this particular time, they had two other people that were on the same floor. They apologized. They couldn't do anything about it. She said, fine. But they had to have all of the liquor removed from the entire floor, even the other people's rooms, because she was notorious for going to rooms and knocking on the door for liquor. Isn't that crazy? Because they clear out her wet bar and then she would go knock on other people's door for it. But they said that's happened one too many times. So they had to oh clear all liquor. I mean, but that's if like Diana Denzel Ross. in flight. But, but right? think about it. If, 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 if Diana Ross knocked on your door, how could you not get her a I'd drink? For, is she one of my kids? I would give her my kid. Come and on, I don't have God. any kids. I would make a kid to give to her. Thank you. Oh my Thank God, you. it's Diana Ross. <laughs> She's the boss. She is the boss. The boss. Yeah. Now, Julia, I have to tell you, this. most people, well, anybody listening, I want you to know the only reason why Julia agreed to come on here to talk to me, because, you know, I was a complete stranger uh, to her. stranger danger. <laughs> aside from Twitter, but the one requirement was that we talk about this next subject, which means that she's going to be well-versed in it. Mm-hmm. She's going to be very opinionated. And I would <laughs> like to hear her state her case about this, because we've all been watching from afar, and, you know, we're about to get out of this COVID bubble and we're about to be released into the new world. So this is going to be an interesting time for all of us. And the fact that this is occurring at the same time is kind of fucking wild. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm just going to give it to you right now. It is the J-Lo and Ben Affleck situation. Now. Yeah. Okay. 
you take a breath, and I want you, Julia, to tell me your. Why don't you give us the 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 uh, take us through the journey of where mm-hmm. they were, mm-hmm. and then take us of where you think is what you think is going on now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So obviously we know J-Lo and A-Rod broke up mm-hmm. because allegedly, let's just say, he is probably not a faithful man, allegedly, mm. There's a theme here. continually, mm-hmm. famously. Okay. There's a theme. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I think, okay, and then, you know, she and, she and um, Ben Affleck are spotted together, getting mm-hmm. in and out of cars. You know, he's drinking Dunkin' Donuts famously. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think this Drinking is... Drinking Dunkin' Donuts, famously. <laughs> famously, okay? Famously. I think this is a narrative that she has planted. I think this is for press. It's for PR. I think mm. Jennifer Lopez, God bless her, needs to be wanted at all times by uh-huh. someone and needs the media to report that she is so desired constantly. Mm. TMZ is playing their dumb little game of being like, their romance started in February. He, you know, he's sending her these lovely letters and text messages saying he, his heart. It's Mm. like, she needs to feel like there's always men fighting over her so that we know how perfect and beautiful she is. Well, you know, she is beautiful. She I don't is. know. She's I don't, incredible. I, you know, I don't know how perfect she is as a person, but I mean, yeah. she's beautiful, a great specimen. I often yes. say whoever's doing her work is doing an amazing job at and that she age. she would say she's had no work done okay. and she only uses olive oil, but sure, that's a sure, lie. Sure. <laughs> Sophia Loren used to say the same thing. And it's like, girl, please. Uh, girl. But, but yeah. in theory, you know, you're just kind of like, okay, J-Lo, you look great for your age. I I, yes. I could probably name, now this is this is my end of it, I could probably name all of the men, a majority of the men she's been with, but I more so than I could name any song she's done. Like, do you know what I yeah. mean? Like, yes. I have no you concept. You can name more of the ex-husbands than her singles. Than her singles. Yes. Uh, yeah. I just don't yeah, know anything about it. And this is kind of what it is. So even when she decided that they were going to get married with A-Rod and it was like, oh, we're engaged. Yeah. Another ring added to the collection. Of I mean, course. she's like the fucking pope at this point. She but is. I'm like, all right, ring, 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 ring. And I often wonder, when is the mask going to fall? So it falls. And she's been notoriously, she's gone back to boyfriends from before mm-hmm. has she not because didn't she marry um what's his face uh, uh mark, mark anthony uh, he, didn't she marry twins? him twice no yes. she married him once but they had two kids ah that's what it is okay mm-hmm. yeah so it's just it's one of these things that's all i know her for and so you're thinking that they're just totally fucking around with the press just so that she's out there again and known yes. for being hot and sexy Hot and sexy, and I think Ben, you know, just recently broke up with Ana de Armas, and, you know, exactly, and, yeah. you know, he has, you know, Jennifer Garner, who seems like the most, like, sweet girl next door in all of this, Yeah. who, you know, he probably cheated on her back in the day, and it's, like, the glitz, the glam of, like, you know, Jenny from the Block, like, those music videos they did, like, Gigli, which is such oh. a, a horrible movie, if you've ever yes. had the joy of watching it, Um. I, I think it it's it's just it's headlines. You saw Twitter lost their fucking minds with Benefer right. two point We mm-hmm. lost our minds. It's it's like you know people are like, look, it's been seventeen years. This is That's what we need. And is it? Yeah, yeah. You think that's, it's what we need? No, that's what people are saying it's what oh, we okay, need. Oh, okay, okay, okay. She okay. is pulling the wool over our eyes. She is absolutely playing the game. She knows how to play the game. She always has. She knows mm-hmm. how to get the headlines. Yep. This is also a woman who like is the reason there's Google image is because she was, this is true. I didn't know the this. The green Versace dress that she wore to the Grammys, right? The yes, famous yes. dress. 
so many people wanted to look at pictures of it afterwards that it is the reason there's a Google image search now. It was no. like, yes, that's amazing. That yeah. is amazing. Yeah. And this is a woman who also everyone's like, her ass is so fat. And it's like, well, no, it's not. But at the time, remember, yes. that was like, it was, it new. was only thin women. And Completely. it was like, oh, my God, she has a but and it was real invent. exactly yes. exactly she's an icon she's done so much i think she's incredibly talented but i also think she needs to feel want it's like i want you to want me i need you to need me that's yeah. her to the media you know? I get it. Yeah. I, I, now that you're breaking it down that way, I guess I could see it because, you know, I, I don't think you can fall in and out of love with people so quickly. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying quickly. No. I'm, I'm doing it by the tabloids and by the news that I'm yeah. getting. But yeah. I think I do think, that, you know, having connections with people from your past is highly possible. I didn't realize yes. it was 17 years. Uh, I didn't yeah. know what like Ben Affleck's situation was um, of where he was relationship wise. Ooh, yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Um, mm-hmm. So, I mean, aside from hearing that he drinks more than Dunkin Donuts, it's one of those mm-hmm. things where I'm like, all right, he's a grown ass man, whatever. But he does have a back tattoo. So oh, ooh. a very bad one. <laughs> oh, no. It's, oh, it's like a phoenix rising. It's real bad, real bad. <laughs> but, you know, if he's getting his rocks on and they're having a good mm-hmm. time with her mm-hmm. and, and she's happy because it's comfortable, I guess good for you. Yeah. I, I guess I guess it's better for her to be with a you know, a Ben Affleck than to be, you know, the Madonna syndrome where you date the dancer, oh, which, God. you know, oh. you just, you, you cringe and you hope that it's yeah. real. And, and good. she already dated the, da- she married her backup dancer also, yes! J-Lo. She Chris did. Judd. Yeah. Yes. Never yes. marry a backup dancer. Because it's going to be, it's got to be crazy and overwhelming and, and, and wild for the person that's marrying into it, you know, because. Yeah outside everybody's judging and thinking that you're a gold digger and sugar yeah. mama and all that kind of thing so I, I often fear especially when I like them you know because I love Madonna in Madonna for who she is yes. but sometimes I'm like oh I hope I hope I hope it doesn't get messy and I hope it doesn't end wet and badly yeah. um but I feel I, I guess with JLo I just go she's got to have sense she doesn't drink and she mm-hmm. doesn't part well she claims she doesn't drink she's I don't know very smart very yeah. business oriented she knows her what her brand is worth And this is all very calculated. Madonna, I think, is just so afraid of getting old. Yeah. yeah. Which is so sad. Because you're Madonna. You're Madonna. You're Madonna. You don't have to do anything. Just be yourself. But again, it's like, you know, society. What society thinks of women who age. And, you know, it's, it's really fucking sad. It really, especially in, in the entertainment world, you know, I yes. wish everybody had the balls or baby, basically the outlook of share, you know, where you're just like, hey, this is it. This is what yeah. I am. Fuck yeah. you. You know, uh, yeah. that, that's the way that I look at it. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm just curious. So you don't think that this relationship with them is going to last or do you think it's just going to be a hot for the moment? Get the press that she needs. I mean, is she plugging anything right now? Is she doing anything? Is there is any album, any video, any movie? Uh, I hope not. I know he has <laughs> movies coming out. I think uh-huh. this is. I think this is plugging themselves. I think it'll fizzle out. I think she's gonna have a a Rod, you know, reach back out, and mm. he wants her back. You know, that kind of narrative is gonna play out. Maybe she'll yeah. date Drake again for pretend for a couple Ooh, weeks. Ooh, now that would be interesting. That would be very interesting. Yeah, they um, travel in small circles, don't they? It's just it's it's the same people fucking the same people, but again, <laughs> they're not cousins, so they're not gonna have ugly babies. You know, as long as you're not a cousin, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> 
fine. <laughs> no, completely. Well, right? I got to say, I've had an amazing time chatting with you today, Julia. And it's been wonderful to get to meet you. But I want to know yeah. what's on the horizon. What do you have yeah. going on now? Where can we find you? Yes. Give us give us the lowdown on, on where we can find you and, and experience your magic. Oh, great. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at OKJulia. Okay just the letters uh-huh. OK and Julia. I have a very silly podcast called Java Good Morning that I do once a week with my friend Mike. We talk about daily minutiae. It's very stupid. Oh, brilliant. Um, and let's see, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a off-screen voice and producer and writer on Jesus and Miro, which is on Showtime. Brilliant. Um, we're on hiatus until mid-June, and we'll be back in the studio, so no more remote shows. It's oh, going to be God. amazing. How do you feel How do you feel about doing voiceover work like that? Like, uh, Do you enjoy that more than you enjoy actually performing? I mean, I'm sure... Uh, I love performing. You know, yeah. I, I started as I started in the industry as a writer and then through writing people would be like do you want to be on show as as the talent that happened for two tv shows and i was like of course i love performing i love being on camera with the show with Jesus Amiro, I love that I'm, you know, I love being a producer. That's definitely something I love doing is is producing for television and writing. And I love being able to joke around with the guys. That's a really yes. great aspect. But I also just miss performing, you know, yes. and just being there and doing my own jokes instead of giving them to other people. There's I'm something so fun about that. Completely. Um, and, and I guess it's like the Tina Fey syndrome for mm-hmm, you, you know, how brilliant mm-hmm. that you come from it. And I think what, what what's great about being, I guess, a writer in, in the in the game of it is that you know how it needs to be told you know yes. you know the punctuation you know mm-hmm. the, the the cadence the, the the game you know what you want to deliver so it's got to make it a lot easier to do that and that's yeah. that's amazing i mean i guess voiceover work too you don't have to get dressed up you can just show yeah. up and do it and call it a day yeah. i we we tape the show and i'm on my mic and i you know i i cue stories up for them and i answer any questions and chit chat i mean you know, I think it's also good in this industry. I tr- I try to be a Swiss Army knife where I can produce, yeah. I can edit, I can write, I can perform. That just gets you more and more jobs, especially Agreed. in the, in the entertainment business. But um, yeah, I would I you know I've written some pilots. I'm definitely yes. want to get my vision out there and have my stories told. Well, so, fingers crossed. Fingers, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. No, that's the way to do yeah. it. And if not, yep. just go fuck Ben Affleck. You'll get some press for a hot minute. We I can have make a that call happen. out to him. Let's so. make it happen. Let's. I'm gonna well, change you know, my avatar to Dunkin' Donuts and then he will respond to me. Well, I'm saying that we should show up at Dunkin' Donuts and just wait for him and attack him. That would work just out well. go to Boston. It'll be 20 minutes. He'll show up. It'll be great. Yeah. We'll get a culotta. A, cu- a, cula- a culotta. A culotta. For sure. Your next culotta. Yes. It, oh, yes. is it? What would it Probably. Oh, Probably. Oh, it sounds like it. Yeah, it, it sounds, sounds like, like it. it. All right. Yeah. Next time I'm in New York, we're going to have coffee and catch up. Yes. You've been a dream. You've been a pleasure. <laughs> that too. I didn't want to say that. We'll have a little cocaine. Well, I thank you for spending your time with me today. You're the best. And I can't wait to talk to you again soon. Thank you, my love. Amazing. Thanks for having me. Thank you. A podcast network.